Welcome to episode 197 of the Walking Through Games podcast, where Clint walks Mark through games. I'm Mark. I'm Clint. And I remember 1997 like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 1997, though. It's 197. Yeah, I was in so grade I don't seven. Think that then. has any relevant. But as I said, 197, I thought of 1997. Yeah, that's fair I'm pretty sure that's the year that Who Killed, not the Who Killed, I made Who Killed Romeo and Juliet. That is the year that Romeo and Juliet, Baz Luhrmann's movie, came out. I remember that so vividly. Or maybe it was like the very end of 96, like Christmas 96, you know, but it was, I think it was 97. Most people saw it right around New Year's. That has nothing to do with video games, but the 97 just came, brought all the memories flooding back, man. No. <laughs> I think I think we actually saw it at the same time, though, because we went with the Zemix. Yeah, we would have. Did we? Yeah. I don't even remember that. I thought I saw it on New Year's. I don't know, but I remember because I went with Brent Zemick and, and I'm pretty sure that you sat with Cameron. Really? I have zero recollection of that. Yeah. Me and him weren't really even the friends by 1997, I don't think. Mm. I, I, I remember going. Maybe we were. Maybe I just have zero memory of who I was friends with back then. After saying I remember it like it was yesterday, <laughs> I've well, just totally proved myself wrong. I definitely oh, remember going Oh, we've wasted two minutes friend. of our listeners' precious time. Precious time. How's the week, man? You've been playing lots of good games this week? Uh, yeah. I Well, not really. Like, I, as I said, I preemptively told you what I had beat already because it, uh, it was already the like. Ugh, I already forget. Why'd you beat? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to a word you say, man. Oh no! <laughs> What'd you beat? I'm sure I remember as soon as you tell well, me. Well, you will. It was Cat Quest Two. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I'd totally forgotten about that. Yeah, I, oh, I almost got goodness. that bundle with it, but I didn't do it. I just couldn't bring myself to pay four dollars for fifteen games. One of them being Cat Quest. <laughs> it wasn't fifteen. It was fair like enough. Eight. Well, still, I just was like, oh no, no, it was nine dollars. But I just knew I'd never play it, man. I was like, that's nine dollars. I'm not going to play those games. Well, before anyway. before we get into this, did you see the other link I sent to you to get the seven hundred and forty something games for five bucks? Oh, I did see that. I've had a few. Oh, that's come at me from a few different directions. I haven't bought that yet though, because they're just itch.io games, though, right? They're like indie games. Yeah, but are they good games? It's still seven hundred and fifty games for seven dollars. I know, but I'm never going to play them. I guess I can get it. It Seven goes. It goes towards the whole. Yeah, that's exactly why we should. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We should. Yeah. yeah. So you sh- yeah, I did anyway. Seven games is a bonus. I do. I'd spend the seven dollars to donate. Because <laughs> the thing is, man, the thing is, it's not that I think it's a waste of money. Because I think Cat Quest, brilliant. I totally would have played it. I watched a video. It was good. But the problem is this: the soon as I, as soon as I buy a game or like a bundle of games. I feel guilty if I don't play it. It's like I bought the new Wonder Boy on Steam because it was on special for like 15 bucks. And I still feel guilty that I've never played it, you know? It's like, I just feel like, not not like I I should play it for any particular reason. I just feel guilty like I gave money to the developers and I should like support their good game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like of I just, course. It's like I just never prioritized the time to play them. So I just walk around all day feeling guilty that I'm not playing these awesome games. Yeah, but I... And that's why I didn't buy it. And that's why it's 750 games. Do you know the amount of guilt that would come with? You know, that's like $7. You're paying $7 to feel guilty for like forever. Fair enough. I bought them and I wouldn't. I won't be able to play half of them anyway because the half of them aren't on Mac. But... Oh, that's true. That's true. For the sake of... Supporting charity. Yeah. And it's a lot of games. You get if you're 700 bored, you something just, like, games. have a look at them. For, for it's doing like a that. lucky dip. It's like that game. Remember the Rosses used to have that um, when we were kids on their NES. They had that like, it was like a hacked Nintendo cart and it had like 50 games on it or 100 games on it or something. And you used to just have like a stab in the dark. Like today, let's try Beazle Blop. I, That's I mean, hilarious. I just made that up. I don't remember. But like there was just like a random list of games and you'd be like, oh, look, it's, you know, Quaragnock. Let's play that. You know, <laughs> it was just trash. All of them were just trash. There's like three good games on that 50 thing. It was like one of them was like, 
no, that wasn't even Tetris. That was on like an emulated game later. One of them was Excite Bike and one of them was um, Baseball. That's the only two games on that entire, you know, they must have got it dodgily somehow. I don't know how they got it, but but that was like, you know, circa mid-90s. Yeah. Well, that's hilarious that you say that because I didn't put this in the news, but there is a game coming out. I'm trying to find it in, in different... Cool. The dodgy pick and mix Nintendo hack card. Not exactly. Because that because that Mega Drive bundle that you sent me a link to also looked awesome. You know, like it was it totally would have been worth fifteen bucks. Yeah. But again, would never have played them, and I would have just felt guilty that I didn't play them, so I didn't buy it. Well, so this I don't know if this is the article that has it, but it's called Fifty One Worldwide Games, and it is coming out on the Switch. So it is. 51 World War Games includes 51 games ranging from card games to board games to sporting games. So nice it's one. similar to what you were talking about. But I didn't put it in the yeah, news because yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want to read out 51 games just to, oh, it's for the sake of reading them out. But I'm pretty sure that they are just dodgy. Not dodgy, but you know what I'm saying. Like small indie type Oh, games. I know what you're saying. Totally. Yeah, like indie games or small games. Some of those games are often the funnest and the best. I mean, you've even proven that in the last couple of weeks with some of the indie games you've been playing. And that's the thing. Again, man, look, I, I feel bad because people still put crazy amount of time in those. Like the fact that one person can make those, it's like so much time. And I mean, not always. Some itch.io games are going to be like games people made in 48-hour game jams and two-week game jams and stuff. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I feel like, you know, it's it's worth giving those games a chance, you know? Yeah, of anyway, course. good times, good times. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's another bundle. That's true. That's true. Well, it's not a bundle. It's coming out on Switch as like a cart game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was talking about the itch.io bundle. Oh, okay, right. To, like that's another bundle compared to the bundles, the one that had Cat Quest, which brings us back to Cat Quest too. Jeez, I've been waffling. One ninety seven has not been a great episode so far. Sorry, man, and sorry, listeners. But uh, yeah, Dude, yeah. So Cat fine. Quest two, you could be a cat or a dog, right? You can be a cat or a dog. So yes, that's different to the first one where you can only be a cat, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and so did you say it was a bit shorter? Because you did tell me the other night when you came over. Well, I think it's similar. But because I didn't do all of the side quests and things that you could do, yeah, I think that obviously cut the playtime down a little bit compared to the first So one. will you go back and play those or was it not as fun? I don't know. I've got a lot of stuff to play, so probably not for a while. But potentially maybe yeah, when enough, I feel like enough. it again. It, it is good, like, just run around and, and do a couple of missions because the missions don't take very long. It's literally just go. Did it feel more grindy than the first one? Because you love the first one, right? Yeah, it was still grindy in a way, but it was still fun. It was still really fun. Yeah, cool. Um, Admittedly, I because I, you can swap between the two characters, so you can swap between either the cat or the dog, and you get yeah. armor and weapons and everything, so you can equip, equip stuff to both of them. But yeah. I think I played, so the way I did it was I made one of them like a melee combat person, so with like sword and stuff. And then yeah. the other one I made a magic user, so I could use a staff and shoot spells and whatever. Yeah, that's cool. But then, on and then so for using it, I used the one that did the sword and stuff moves because I prefer that getting up close and hack and slash type thing, which usually yeah, yeah. it's funny because that's the case when I play games like Diablo and things like that. I'd rather be a character that can get close and actually attack people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, it is one of those games where you can just go back in if you want to and play for a little bit because you, you, literally the missions are, you get given the mission, 
And it's usually to go and kill some sort of enemy in a small little dungeon thing that they have. Or otherwise it's like a collection one where you go and like have to find something. But it's also usually in a dungeon thing where there's enemies. So then you kill them and go and get the collectible thing and then take it back. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, so with the real-time fights, like... Yeah, it is real-time fights. It's kind of like Secret of Mana. changed the way the fights were? Yeah, because it looks like Secret of Mana. Yeah, you know? it's similar to that, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but had the, had the battle system changed much or not really? No, pretty much exactly the same. Cool thing is, though, okay. with this one as well, because there is a cat and a dog, you can actually mm. play co-op if you want to. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's so cool. I didn't Speaking do that, but Mana, yes, you yeah. could... Like, if we were hanging out, we could play on the Switch with one Joy-Con each. And, oh, that's groovy. Yeah. yeah, cool. So you can do that. So that was a, a change from the first one where it was just a single-player game. Yeah, sweet. Um, I, I did – I put this here, so I, I still gave it a five. So, yes, I finished it. Five? Yeah. Seriously? Wow, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. I so I, got, I played it on Switch. Jeez, that's awesome. And See, I should have paid the four bucks. I think it was nine bucks. That was why I didn't do it. Well, it came out yeah. on – I'm pretty sure PS4 and Switch. I'm not sure about Xbox, but I'm, it yeah. probably did come out on Xbox as well. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, so it's so I've decided now as well, it, coming into this episode and and going from now, because I I always like not fumble but fumble around who made it and like with the developers and what it's about and things like that. So I actually wrote down. So it's by a, a group of dudes called the Gentle Bros. And I yeah. sort of wrote down a little um, synopsis of what it is about, in a way. So basically, yeah. for people who don't know and haven't seen Cat Quest or Cat Quest Two in this instance, um, it's yeah. a fast-paced open-world action RPG where you play as both a cat and a dog. Explore a massive world filled with monsters, dungeons, and quests as you strive to bring peace back to your kingdoms during a time of war. So that's yeah, the general gist of cool. what it's about. Yeah, sounds cool, man. Yeah, so I, I yeah, I did have a lot of fun. It was great. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love supporting indie stuff, and I love talking about indie stuff. You know what I mean? I'm so glad that you're playing it. And the fact that you gave five is amazing. I mean, they probably don't care enough about you to ever quote you for giving them five stars, but I do think it's very cool. It's very cool. It's, yeah. It is a really fun game to just be able to pick up, jump in, go do some quests, run around, kill enemies that are in the overworld, level up your character not have to sort of stress too much about different loadouts and things like that because you can level up your weapons and your armor and things pretty easily and your magic and all that sort of stuff. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very, I know, like I said, it's like a light RPG. So there's not a lot of in-depth stuff, but I think that makes it fun along with like the cutesy characters and stuff as well that you get. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah totally. So awesome. I, I, I literally had a lot of fun with it. And I will say, spoilers... So jump ahead 20 seconds from now. <laughs> At the end of the game, it says, coming soon, Cat Quest 3. Ah, uh, that's awesome. I was going to ask you about that, not even as a spoiler. So there you yeah, go. so that yeah, was cool. at the end of the, the credits roll. You didn't spoil anything. Yeah. Yeah, cool. cool anyway, cool. so super that's exciting. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good, man. Yeah. So on top of that, I uh, have been playing The Division 2 with uh, old mate Dan Hambrick still. So we did actually. Oh, cool, cool, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to have a. When I came back on Friday night, we sort of sat up till about half past twelve in the morning to have a bit of a run through for a couple of hours. So that was a heap of fun. I. To the point where I've actually been playing it since playing with him, 
in, in my sort oh, of really? off from playing other stuff. Uh, so, so you can get better and then like trounce him when you play together next nah, time. Nah, nah, he's already hit the level cap and stuff. So he's oh, well he'd be amazing. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but when we started, I think I was level. I think it was about level nine. I think I said when we were talking last week. Yeah. So I just hit level twenty today. Oh, awesome! So I'm getting there, and level thirty's the yeah, cap. Yeah, man, ties. That's great. Yeah, level thirty's the cap that you can get to. So I'm getting there. Yeah, cool. Oh, it's fun playing with people as well. You know, you don't always have to be beating stuff. No, of course. And, it, it, well, I am slowly beating it. I'm about halfway through the story missions now. Oh, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. So it does actually... So does that mean that... Uh, I was just thinking, like, because if you... Oh, I suppose you could be playing other stuff as well. Don't even worry about it. I was, I was just thinking, like, oh, does that mean that you'll end up spending most of your time playing that? But I'm like, of course you won't. That's You're just playing it while you play with him, and then you play your other stuff at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And it's that's... not like you don't have two lives still having to come back for work and then go back, you know, constantly. So it's like you've got plenty of time to plan your own as well. Yeah, of course. And and that's what I'm doing. So I'm playing the games that, as I said, mostly most of the time I'll check how long to beat to see how long a game takes to finish. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I'm picking the games that are a bit smaller in time to finish, so I can finish one early and then play the longer ones for that rest of the week before awesome. we come into the podcast. Yeah, great. So then eventually I'll have a longer one that I beat, and then I'll go back to the short ones, and then I'll have a longer one again. Because I, in saying that, I really want to go and play Persona Five. Oh, yeah, fair but enough. it's a hundred-hour game that. to beat. Yeah, yeah, but then it's like super famous, right? They're like yeah. hugely awesome games. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So, and I love Persona Four Golden on the Vita, is yeah. like one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, so there you go. There you so go. I need to play Persona Five, but that hundred hours just is like very daunting. Huge. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I know you need to do it like when you're on holidays or whatever, annually. Nah, but I think I, I'll just do the same as what I've been doing with Division Two. And just chip away at it a little while. Yeah, exactly. Just play the stuff that I can beat quicker. Well, there's no reason you could even just play it when you went to Brisbane, right? Like, I suppose you're always just so tired then. But, like, is there any reason you couldn't, like... I can't play it when I go to Brisbane because I'd have to take the PS4 with me. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. I keep assuming that you have Persona 5 on the Switch. No. But no. it's on the PS4. It would be PS nice on the Switch. And admittedly, it could probably run on the Switch, but no. Yeah, yeah, but it's exclusive, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's really frustrating. Yeah. Oh, well, it is. That's yeah, okay. As I said, I'll play the smaller games in between. Imagine if they brought out a Vita 2 or whatever with another name. How blown away everybody would be. Oh, dude, you know, it would be amazing. The but they've already said oh, that they're amazing. not in the interest of making know, a, it's crazy. another handhold now. I know. I think that's insane. Mm. They should totally do it. Ah, well. I think just like they couldn't steal the market share away from Nintendo, but I just, I don't know. I reckon they'd succeed, eh? If they put all their exclusives on it. Yeah, I don't know. Potentially, but Who knows? if they could make something to run that plays games like God of War. Oh, yeah, 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 like God of War. And basically, what I reckon is, back in the day, and the reason they wouldn't want to do it again was because they couldn't compete with, like, initially they made, like, well, they didn't make it, but Nokia made the Engage, and everyone was like, ah, oh, <laughs> that was too early to have games on a mobile device. And then it was like, oh, we can't compete with smartphones. You've got, like, you know, your iPhone in your pocket anyway. Why would you need another device? But I do think... You know, like games like that aren't going to iPads. People aren't. People don't think no, like, oh, true. I'll play that on my iPad or I'll play that on my phone. Mm. Because if you have a dedicated gaming device with like the power of a PS3, even yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. or a PS4, like I think people would. I think there would be a subset of people who would buy that. I'd buy now, it. as opposed to, <laughs> well, exactly. But as opposed to you know a while back, yeah, it's true. Where engaged, they were like, ah, you know, it's great and all, but 
Nobody needs a phone in the same thing. Then smartphones kind of solve that problem, but it's like, ah, they're underpowered. And now I think it's just like, ah, I, I don't really want to play hardcore games on my phone. And maybe some people do, but I just don't think there's a glut of, I think Apple kind of wished there would be. Like Apple expected like the Apple TV to take off and it never did. Yeah. And, Apple expected the phone to be able to have a lot of games and they brought out all the different, you know, APIs and stuff yeah. uh, or SDKs, whatever they brought out for, for making games. But I just don't think it's really taken hold. Whereas, yeah, if, if, if like PS4 games could be ported to a handheld device, I don't know. I just, it would be I, cool. I see that having a market. I can just see oh, that of having course. a market. But I could be wrong. And they would know better than us. You know what I mean? Like if the Vita failed, it wasn't that long ago. There were already smartphones. But I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like the climate's changed. I think with the Switch... It has proven that, you know, because the Switch isn't a DS. Like, the Switch is a hardcore gamer device. Yeah, of course. Know? Well, it, With games like Zelda well being such a one. massive time investment game, yeah. you know, like, I, I don't think that's the sort of game the DS was ever designed to be able to play. It was always designed to be more no, of course. casual, but, like, you know, more kiddie. Like, it was not meant to be a high-powered device, whereas the Switch is. And, and I reckon the Switch just proves that there is a use case for that sort of thing from... Microsoft or Sony. You know? Yeah, of course. Well, There's if you think rant. about it, the Switch has ported a lot of stuff now. Like, it's ported Witcher 3, which is a really big game. Yeah, man. It has, oh, big time. like, Dark Souls and things like that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe don't hold me to that. I'm not sure if it does. But anyway, it has some bigger games. Like, it has Overwatch, which you can play online on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, Which is yeah, a huge, yeah, totally, huge totally. game on, like, PlayStation and yeah. PC and everything, so... Oh, big time, big time. Potentially. So, yeah, so, like, I, yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, maybe they say, yeah, we'll just let the Switch have all that business, you know? I think it's just Maybe the there's fact not that... enough of a market for two of those types of devices, but, yeah, anyway, all this over you not being able to play Persona 5 handheld. Yeah, but I think it's just the fact that they, I, I don't think any of them want to compete with the Switch now, because the Switch has that market cornered. Oh, big time, yeah. And it's just like that. Well, and Nintendo are just so good at owning the space they're in yeah you know? exactly and that's a really it's like hard a portable Wii, nut you know? to crack yeah. to get into now big time yeah yeah well it's a lot of money i guess to invest in inventing a console when they've had two attempts and failed both times. especially if it dies exactly mm. yeah in saying that on the on on an end note of that the engage had tony hawk which made me really want to get one back when it came out because it had a specifically designed Tony Hawk. I kind of wanted an Engage. I I just would never. I was never going to pay the money. No, for me it, either. But like I kind of wanted one. But because yeah. it had Tony Hawk, that was like my selling point. Yeah, man. Where I really wanted one. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Groovy. Groovy. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Sweet. Well, that's what else you might play in the future. Are we on to the news? What happened in the news this we week? We are on Tons to the news. Tons of E3-related stuff. Is it going to be a one-hour episode? Uh, no, it's not too bad. There's a few things, but yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. We'll, we'll power through them. We'll be right. Nice one. Uh, so EB Games has conceded that it will refund those who purchased Fallout 76 from either its retail outlets or online store and then tried to seek a refund due to faults in the game between November 14th, 2018 and October 31st, 2019. This is after October's ACCC finding that Bethesda had misled customers about what they were getting when purchasing Fallout 76. EB Games has subsequently informed customers that they weren't entitled to a refund, which led customers to go to the ACCC to seek their rights. Customers who believe they are eligible for a refund need to contact EB Games before August 1st by emailing EB Games customer service team at customer.sportoz at ebgames.com. It goes without saying that you will lose the right to play the game once refunded. Oh, who cares? That game's old news now. It's 2018. Are you going to get a refund just to get the money? 
oh, I didn't buy it when it first came out anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, Admittedly, okay. I just bought it again. When it first came out, that was like a year window, though. Yeah, it, yeah, I know, but you had to buy it. Oh well, maybe I did, but I wouldn't have a receipt or something. I don't, I don't even know, man. But I've bought it again since then. I always thought you kept the receipt in the case. Don't you keep the receipt in the case? Nah, it's all digital now. Oh, okay. So okay. I probably would have it in my account somewhere. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> money's money because well, that would have been like a hundred buck game, right? Uh, I think I paid fifty or something for it. Because you beat it, you've beaten it. Right? Nah, man, it's a, it's like the MMO online ah, fallout game. okay 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 sorry see that shows how little i know man i don't know anything. yeah no it's like the online multiplayer fallout game that they released yeah cool which everyone thought it was going to be like fallout and it was not like fallout at all yeah fair enough so and so everybody wants a refund in saying that i've bought it again since all this happened but it was one of those mm. games that because of all this happening you can buy it for five bucks yeah, nice. Yeah, so I ended so up buying it for five bucks again, bucks just and then get out. to have yeah. it and have a go one day when I feel like having a yeah, go. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. All right. So then, CD Projekt Red has announced that its Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Night City wire stream has been moved from its June twelfth date. The event will now take place on June twenty fifth, and as before, this is to allow more important voices the chance to be heard. Which that's cool. it's it's only like a week, but yeah, yeah, that's to give. Um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing about that, obviously, because Cyberpunk's one of my anticipated games for the year, so I'm I'm pretty keen to hear, and and see what happens in that conference or whatever they're calling it, stream thing. Yeah, cool. Uh, so then, according to an exclusive scoop from Variety, Paramount Picture. Well, this this wasn't really game related. I'm doing inverted quote com- marks. Um, nice, but it is in a way. So Paramount Pictures and Sega Sammy Holdings Inc. has confirmed that a sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog released in February of this year is already in development. So see, still there game related. Yeah. Uh, so the report. Resh- Did you see it? No, I haven't seen it. I would. I really want no, to. Me either. Yeah, I'm I really want to, but I haven't seen it. I'm just. I just think it's so awesome that they they like got to the point of having a trailer. You know, like, so they would have been ready to launch that thing. Yeah, and everyone complained about <laughs> what it looked like. like Boo. Yeah. And then they went back and fixed the whole yeah. thing to change the like, the best. Like, that would have been insane to do that. And they did it. It's just awesome. Yeah. Like, I, I wish I'd gone to the cinema just to support, like, because, you know, usually studios would go, oh, screw you, and release it anyway. Like, what yeah. do fans know? It's and then true. it would have flopped. But just the fact that they actually listened to the internet, that, that doesn't happen every day. No. You know? That's awesome. And the improvement was was much better. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Big time. Uh, so the report assures fans of the original production, Jeff Fowler will be returning to direct the live-action family comedy and that Pat Casey and Josh Miller will be writing the script. The project is still in its infancy and it seems like the cast has not been determined yet, uh, nor has Paramount refined a production start date. This is still exciting news for Sonic fans that enjoyed the first film, and until we hear more, we can only hope to see comic heavy hitters Ben Schwartz and Jim Carrey return to their roles to defend the world from evil genius and to plot world domination, respectively. Nice. I'm pretty excited. I I would like to see the first one. I will have to hire it or get it some time just to watch it, because I would really like to see it. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty, so then on the note of refunds, again... Uh, Sony Europe has been fined $3.5 million for refusing to refund Australian gamers in accordance to Australian consumer law rights. 
That's huge. That's a monster fine. Three and a half million bucks. Yeah. So this comes one year Damn. after the report that the ACCC was investigating Sony for making false or misleading representations to Australian consumers on both its website and the PlayStation Store in regards to not being able to get a refund if 14 days had passed since making a purchase. This relates specifically to software that is either broken or one that has misleading marketing. As reported by Gizmodo, ACCC Chair Rod Sims has stated that consumer guarantee rights do not expire after a digital product has been downloaded and certainly do not disappear after 14 days or any other arbitrary date claimed by a game store of developer or developer. Sony Europe had allegedly told one of the four customers in question that it did not have to provide a refund unless the game developer authorised it with another customer being told that they would only be refunded using virtual PlayStation currency instead of actual money. Consumers who buy digital products online have exactly the same rights as they would if they made the purchase at a physical store. Mr. Sims said, no matter where in the world a company has its headquarters, if it is selling to Australian consumers, the Australian consumer law applies. According to the ACCC statement, Sony Europe admitted liability and made joint submissions to the federal court with the ACCC. Sony Europe will also contribute to the ACCC's legal costs. So, yeah, there you go. Boom. That's yeah, cool. It's funny because that just totally reminded me. It's like it's funny how call center people can say weird stuff. It reminded me of an anecdote, which I'll make very quick because it's not really anything to do with games, but... um. Semi recently, I think I might have told you about this on an episode of the podcast. I probably would have told you about it whether we podcasted or not, but um, it, I don't really need to say it on the podcast. But I was um, I was calling out Microsoft because I needed to um, like authorize a Windows key. Like I was moving a Windows install from one computer to another, mm. so I deauthorized it on one computer and I needed to reauthorize it. And um, so I rang up Microsoft and I was on hold for like you know half an hour or something. I just rang the number from Microsoft.com.au, and I got through to a dude who was obviously like in a call center, most likely in like India or Pakistan or whatever. And I was like, oh, hey man, I'm just ringing up. I just need to, um, I just need to reauthorize my key. Can I read out the key to you? And he's like, uh, yeah, you can read out the key. And so I was like, here's the key. And I bought it on this day and it's in my Microsoft store account. Like you can see that got it or whatever. And, um, and he was like, oh, you'll have to pay 80 bucks for that or something. And I'm like, no, nah, man, like I'm reading the help article. I've got it right here. Do you want me to tell you the knowledge base article I'm reading? <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. I need your credit card number so that I can process the $80 fee or whatever. And I'm like, I don't think that sounds right, man. Like I'm, this knowledge base article says just ring up and we can reauthorize whatever. You, you know, like I just had it in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then he hung up on me. And I was oh, like, geez. this dude's like scamming people, man. He's just like getting their credit card details. Probably skimming it. 80 bucks. Yeah. And it's like his normal job. Anyway, like this sounds like I'm conspiracy theorizing and I've never had an experience like that ever before. But I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, that's crazy. So I ended up like Googling again and it said that you could do it by like opening up the command because, you know, like I'm pretty good with, like I've had Linux installed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use a terminal. But so you could open up the command prompt and just like type a command, like, you know, deauthorize, blah, blah, blah. All right, so you can just And then do on, on the other computer, go authorize. And so I did that and it worked. So then I got it yeah, and it was perfectly enough. fine. I moved it from one computer to the other. So then it was deauthorized on the other computer and I just erased that hard drive. But I was like, that's still pretty good. 80 dodgy. bucks. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Like, and so, yeah. So anyway, so I reckon these guys, like, call center people can make up whatever they want. So, like, with that, you ring up Europe and they're like, oh, actually, we can't give you that. I'm like, what do they know? You know, like, they're just saying whatever they got told yeah. or being scammers, you know? I'm not saying they're being scammers. See, now I'm like throwing Microsoft under the bus and throwing <laughs> Sony under the bus. But Sony paid their three and a half million for making a mistake. So. Well, they, they, but you know what I mean? Liability. I'm just saying, like, you don't know who you're talking to when you talk to someone at a call center, you know? Yeah. Of course. It's like, um, I always remember, like, and I, I, this never really clicked for me, but when I used to have like dodgy casual jobs when I was like, you know, in high school and uni and stuff. It's like, well, not so, well, my high school job was McDonald's, so that wasn't probably quite as dodgy, but it could be. Here's the thing, like, 
when you own a business, like you trust someone to be a manager, like who are they trusting? Like 20 something year olds? Like mm. what's stopping that 20 something year old from getting like 40 bucks and putting it in their pocket and running 40 less bucks in the total? You know, I know that sounds dodgy, but I've never thought of that. I guess I was just inherently honest. And I've, but I'm like, wow, that's true. You have to get like someone you can trust, like Dude. not to pocket the money, you, they, had, you know? And so like, it's the same thing with the call center. It's like, that's totally just because some people would follow the rules. Yeah. Other people would say, oh, that's actually 80 bucks and take your credit yeah. card details. And no one would ever know. You just go, oh, okay, here it is. I'll pay the 80 bucks and it's better than 140 for a brand new license. Yeah. Mental. Dude. Mental. You don't, they don't have to, I told you it was a rant. Sorry. but They don't have to be 20 year olds though. When I worked at Pizza Hut when I was in high school, my manager got fired for skimming out the till. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you were the manager and you've like had the takings for the day of like, I don't know how much they make in a day, you know, that's 20 grand yeah. or something for the day. It's like, damn, dude, like 20 grand, who's going to miss a hundred bucks? But you do a hundred bucks every day if you have a long, like that's, yeah. you know, yeah. like it's, and I, I just had never, it had never crossed my mind. Somebody said it to me once when I was working in a dodgy casual job. And I was like, oh yeah, I never really thought about that. Cause I'd never been a manager. You know, I was Ooh, a casual. It's like that you know, um, uni student working in a crappy place. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I just handed in my till. And I had like the digital receipts from the, from the thing and yeah. my till had to match yeah, up. Yeah. So like they knew if I took 10 cents, but the manager doesn't know that or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. It's like that Tahitian prince dude who they, who took money off Queensland Health. He got like 27 million or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's And he wasn't good. actually a Tahitian go. prince. He was a Kiwi. Yeah. And he got found out and he got deported back to New Zealand. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah, stole yeah, like crazy stuff. twenty or maybe twenty-two million or something. But yeah, like twenty million. That's insane. Well, here you go. And I'm saying that it's too much money to pay to face three and a half million dollar fine. <laughs> that's a huge fine. That is a huge fine. It is because that's just an infringement. They're not refunding people. No, you know what I mean. Like that would be additional. Yeah, if they have to refund well, plus, people, that's just as, what they pay for breaking the law. At the end know? of the article as well, they're pay, paying the ACCC's legal costs as well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's huge. Anyway, that was an interesting article, man. That's crazy. Mm. I, I would think usually they would like threaten them. You know what I mean? Not actually come through with the goods and fine. Well, that's huge. they obviously knew they were in the wrong then, I guess. Well, I guess by not refunding people, they've probably made more than three and a half million dollars. True. You know? Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, I, I don't know if they would, I don't think there's any law that would say you have to tell us every person that asks for a refund. You know what I mean? That, that They wouldn't have to be transparent about that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Nothing to do with games, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's a still, game company. Yeah, it's still. We is. had a rant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I just couldn't believe it. I still, to this day, can't believe I feel really lucky that I got to experience that Microsoft thing. Because, like, again, like, doesn't even cross your mind. You ring up, you're like, I'm talking to Microsoft. It's like, nah, you're talking to some dude who's getting paid 25 bucks an hour to answer a generic call by reading a script. And I had not his script because I was an employee, but I, I had the knowledge base article open. I just had to get him to authorize it. Yeah. But turns out I didn't. I just, you know, searched Worked for it yourself, page yeah, and exactly. did it myself. But um, just mental, right? Yeah. Anyway. Crazy. I'm over it. Let's That's move right. on. Yeah, that was a couple of months ago. All right. So then next one, EA has announced that it's bringing 25 games to Steam as well as its EA access service. So starting today, gamers will be able to grab the following games on Steam. Uh, so Command & Conquer Remastered, Burnout Paradise Remastered, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Dragon Age Inquisition, Need for Speed Heat, Need for Speed Rivals, Need for Speed, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, Unravel, Unravel 2, Fae, Sea of Solitude, Crisis, Crisis 2, Medal of Honor, Mirror's Edge, Need for Speed Hop Shoot, Need for Speed Shift, Peggle, and Dragon Age Origins. Uh, EA is also bringing EA access to Steam. This should hopefully mean that you can purchase EA access through Steam, then access the selection of games through that platform rather than going through Origin. So, 
that's really cool. And that, a few of those are newer stuff. Like Need for Speed Heat was that new Need for Speed that I played recently. Yeah. And Command and Conquer Remastered literally is, has just come out now. I didn't realize they weren't already on Steam. I just assumed they were. Well, I think they probably are on Steam, but this is using that EA Access service, I guess. Oh, uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's moved. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Hey, because I saw at the same time in my news that um they open sourced a bunch of games. Like they open sourced like the original Command and Conqueror and Red Alert. Okay, and stuff. yeah, Those that's are all, cool. Like the source code's been released for them now. I'm not sure if it included the like video. You know how they have like video transition stuff. I'm not sure if it included that like the content, but I'm pretty sure some part of Command and Conquer and Red Alert got um, open sourced. Well, that's really interesting because that Command and Conquer remastered that just got released, yeah, is the original Command and Conquer and Red Alert plus all the expansions. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm just going to quickly Google it: Command and Conquer uh, open source. No, but this remastered one is a game you can buy. It's uh yeah, because that's the old open source re-implementation. But EA, here we go. EA is open sourcing Command and Conquer Tiberian Dawn. Okay, that's not the one uh, we played. This is a different piece of news, but I'll just read it it's from The Verge. It says, EA plans to release a source code for its classic real-time strategy games, Command and Conquer Tiberian Dawn and Command and Conquer Red Alert. The studio announced today, uh, the source code for the two games is scheduled to be available alongside the release of Command and Conquer Remastered Collection, which includes remastered versions of both titles and their expansions on June 5th. Okay. By open sourcing the games, players should be able to use the assets to create mods that could, in theory, be quite extensive. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, so it's the DL. So the open source DLLs should assist users to design maps, create custom units, replace art, alter gameplay logic, and edit data. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Anyway, that's interesting. Hey, I did I did read that somewhere else, yeah, not yeah. on The Verge. But yeah, it's just interesting. Obviously, EA, uh, you know. Well. To, keeping it real. To to end on that then, to do with Command & Conquer Remastered, to give a shout out to Nick, who was on the podcast recently. Uh, he's streaming tomorrow night for Game on Oz, and they're giving away five copies Which of Command & Conquer Remastered because people aren't if you gonna watch hear their this. Twitch streams. Yeah, what's the date? Because... People are going to hear this after it's already happened, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, we're recording on the 9th of June. So the 10th of June, he streams tomorrow. And our podcast gets released on the 11th. That's true. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, anyway. Good times. I think they're doing it for this whole week. So potentially you can still check them out. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm going to be watching anyway because I might try and win a copy. Totally. Yeah. All righty. So EB Games will be... Oh, we'll begin taking expressions of interest for PS5 units starting today. So, before I get into this further, I did put my name down on this expression of interest list. Nice uh, one. So, it means you can head into store Committed. and put your name down for a PS5 console and EB will contact you via text or email as soon as local pre-order details have been announced. You won't need to put any cash down for this at this stage. Uh, at this stage, it won't mean that the console is reserved for you, but it'll mean that you are in the first to get the details when they are announced. This could also go a long nice. way in deciding how stock is allocated to stores, so it's definitely worth putting your name down if you have intention to pre-order once local stores and de- details are announced. Uh, so then okay. Jamie Hi-Fi are also taking expressions of interest for consoles in similar deal where you don't put money expressions down. Expressions of interest. I love this. Yeah. Something that comes before pre-orders. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> so you put your name down and they'll contact you when it is known. Uh, and it said Sony has noted that stock is expected to be limited at launch for the PS5. It's funny because um, 
talking about the PS5, that just reminded me of some news I read yesterday. I didn't actually watch it. I just kind of like, because I, I was putting the kids to bed and uh, I saw the video playing and read the subtitles. But um, Linus Tech Tips, which is like super famous. He's like a super famous tech blogger. Most people listening to this probably know who he is um, on YouTube. And he um, he did like, he does like a weekly show, which I've never watched, um, called like the WAN show or something. I don't even know. Someone will correct me. <laughs> but um, where they just chat about random stuff, right? Like yeah. what happened in the week. And um, he said something about like, PlayStation 5, as if they've even got a first hard drive. Now, I haven't watched it, so I'm like <laughs> totally going to be getting this wrong. But anyway, basically he was like, you know, any off-the-shelf hard drive has those specs, basically he said. Right. Something like that. And then um, apparently like it broke the internet and everyone was like, what? No, it is the fastest. And stuff. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, apparently there was some talk by like a dude, an engineer from Sony who like obviously knew his stuff. Anyway, so it was so bad, the, like, explosion against him that he, like, went and did his research. And he's like, you know, like, SSDs are such complex technology. Like, they don't ever review them because they're so complex, yeah, yeah. you know. Anyway, but then he was like, so what I'm going to do is try and break down how SSDs work and show you and show you how I made a mistake. And I'm very sorry and stuff. Oh, awesome. And, uh, but basically, like, he was like, this dude who was talking about it's a genius. And, like, we did these tests and stuff. So, But I never saw the end. I didn't keep watching because I was putting the kids to sleep and then they fell asleep and then I left. So I never went back and watched the video. But I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have been apologizing if it was, it was the true. same as any off-the-shelf yeah. hard drive. So it must be amazing. Excellent. Uh, and I really want to go back and watch it. Because I know that I've on this show gone, ah, I wouldn't be that far. Yeah, just get a SSD out there. You know what I mean? Awesome. Like, I'm sure a lot of people think it, but it must be some special thing. I don't know. Anyway, I just that'll have to be for future research. You know, obviously, because because that's what they're saying. Like nobody really knows because the PS5 is still vaporware at this point. Really, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't pre-order it. We it doesn't have a release date. You know? Yeah. Well, that's a so, good yeah. segue into the last piece of news. <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation 5 has an official release date. No, though, no release date right. yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that have been funny, though? Yeah, no, no release date yet, but pre- as we talked about last week, so their stream, uh, future of gaming stream, got delayed last week. It was meant to be this week, just been, on Friday. Well, last week, because we're Tuesday. So last week, Friday, it was meant to be. So they postponed it to an indefinite date. They didn't know yet. So after announcing that the PS5... Games reveal event would take place on Friday, June 5th, before subsequently delaying it due to um, the Black Lives Matter protests and everything else going on. Sony has now mm. announced that the event will take place this coming Friday, June 12th, at 6 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. The event is still being called the Future of Gaming, and Sony says it'll last a bit more than an hour uh, and showcase the games coming to PS5. Sony says the games coming to PS5 represent the best in the industry from innovative studios that span the globe with both bigger and smaller studios taking the spotlight. Sony has now said, though, that the pre-taped program will be broadcast at 1080p at 30 frames per second. This is due to the fact that the show's production process took place with many of the team and developers working from home. Sony has said that, obviously, these games will look better on PS5 with a 4K TV. So just to reiterate, Friday, June 12th, Australian Eastern Standard Time, 6am. So that's for us going on Brisbane time. So obviously it may vary at the other states, but you guys can work that out. Nice one. Cool. Yeah, that's exciting. Yes, I'm I'm very keen for that. Looking forward to it. So we'll have a, a, a bit of news next week. It'll be good to talk about that. Yeah. I know I didn't go to the protest. We talked about going to it. I uh, I feel like I do stand in solidarity with everybody who was protesting and 
everybody who has any kind of stress right now. Like I, I, cause we, we actually ended up spending the day. It's probably off topic for our podcast, but we actually in the morning, um, with the kids, like Kenny showed them this book on YouTube about, um, like what racism is. Mm. And it was a really good book actually. Like, I think it was just called, this is what racism looks like or something like that. I can't remember exactly. I should probably search it up, but it was great. Like a kid's book. It couldn't have been more clear explaining what racism is. And, um, yeah. Anyway, so we explained to them what racism was and why people were protesting and made some posters and stuff. It was awesome. uh, It was the best thing we could do without going into the city when, you know, like we all don't really need to be getting the sickness. And Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. And I say that like that sounds terrible. Like we should go stand and fight. But I'm like, because I wouldn't call myself a pacifist, but I wouldn't call myself particularly a hardcore activist. Yeah. But we all are asthmatic. So we are trying to avoid potentially getting COVID in the middle of a pandemic. But yeah, yeah it was, uh, it really did stop the world for the week, didn't it? It was, it was a huge news. All- and, I, and I don't think that's the last we'll hear about it either. I think and it's really just tragic. Hopefully real change will happen. You know? Yeah, of course. Well, I think it still has, like, I think America's still going, right? Like they've been going consistently. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the thing, man. I feel that's why I feel so bad talking about it because it's like I feel so ignorant, and it's like I don't want to. Yeah, no, I understand that. Push ignorance, but you st- same as the PS Five thing with the hard drive. You know what I mean? It's like you just ah, that's nothing. But it's like you don't I mean, realize yeah. just like Linus would never. I mean, he has an audience of two million people or whatever he has for his subscribers, but it's like it's just an offhanded comment, almost yeah. said jokingly. But it's like people interpret that stuff literally. So it's like I, you don't want to say the wrong thing, but you can't be silent either. I, I say that because. So many people I know are like, I don't know what to say, but I don't want to be silent. It's like, yeah, yeah, I I have always been, you know, vehemently opposed to racism. And I hate how older generations, especially in Australia, uh, they have this like baked in, like talking about systemic racism, mm. you know, but I feel like we were from a generation where you were educated to know better, you know, like, and it's yeah. just, there's no reason not to be kind to everybody, you know, especially not because of where they're from or the color of their skin. Anyway, yeah. that's me getting serious. Ah, that's fine, man. Very light. It, you say it's off topic, but podcast. it's everyone's talking about it. So it's not really off well, it topic. Is, well, as you say, that news is affected saying basically yeah. like because of that being far, far more important than anything to do with games. Exactly. You know, and like, this is the thing ultimately, like, you know, how many listeners do we have? Not very few, but it's like everybody who has any kind of platform needs to acknowledge that it's important. That's exactly or, right. Or risk, I guess, being thought of as someone who doesn't think it's worth talking about bringing you to the yeah. forefront, which I think for us it is. Yeah, of course. I mean, we haven't had a chat about it really because it wasn't that hard when the news last time we saw each other. But I no. think since then, I'm like, I mean, we got straight onto the show today too. We didn't really have any pre-show or anything, so this is the first chance we've had to talk about it. But yeah, yeah it was. I mean, I'm I was so proud like that that Brisbane had such an f- amazing turnout. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, I well, I think awesome. I, I think it was all... the biggest podcast, biggest podcast, the biggest protest in years. Yeah, so, and I think all yeah. the states had a pretty good representation of it well they all had more than they thought because we were the day before the protests like i said we were considering going but we thought oh you know for health reasons yeah of course because we're still keeping the kids home from school and stuff so it's like you know that's just kind of doing the opposite of what we're saying we're saying we're staying home so we don't get sick and like but it is important but um yeah they thought there's gonna be like five to eight thousand yeah and there was thirty thousand yeah and i think sydney was about fifty thousand, right so yeah no sydney was less man but it was banned it was banned up until like day of. So like oh, the day okay. before, there, you go. there was a Supreme Court ruling, like morning of, there was a Supreme Court ruling saying- They were allowed to. You cannot protest. You'll be fined. Like the organizers of the oh, event okay. can't hand out, they can't hand out, uh, you know, hand sanitizer. They can't hand out masks. If they do that, that's illegal. They'll be fined on the spot, you know, like, cause it's an illegal event that breaks the law. So then apparently later, in, there was an appeal and later in the day, you know, something like one o'clock, they were like, 
the appeal was successful. Yes, you can hold the event now. You won't get fined. And so then I think a lot of people stayed away because of that. It was probably all um, done that way intentionally to get fewer people to come. Because yeah. I think if it had been allowed like it was, because in South Australia, it was allowed. Yep. And, uh, and in Queensland, it was allowed. In Victoria, it was not allowed. And in New South Wales, it was actually the Supreme Court ruling that they couldn't initially. But I think they did it because if they hadn't had that ruling, they would have gotten 50,000 people there or more. Yeah, you know? okay. So yeah. it was their attempt at containing it, I think. This is me conspiracy theorizing. Again, and I'm talking about things I don't know about. That's, Why am I yeah, even talking okay. about this? It's fine. I, I hate that the most when people talk about things they don't know about. But the sensibility, to disclaim what I'm talking about, the sensibility is that we stand with them. Yes. Like I think, you know. Yeah black deaths in custody in Australia, which are worse than in America. Mm, yeah. And I'm regurgitating what I've been hearing all week, but yeah, like apparently the conditions here are significantly worse. And and, they, and people say it took something bad happening in America for Australians to talk about it. But I'm like, well, the loudest voices are the ones that get heard. So yeah, I think it's a good thing that they got a platform and that they leveraged it. I think stuff was already happening. Anyway, I'll stop talking now because I'm so ignorant, but yeah. That's okay. Good times. No I had to bring it up. And that, that news article segged perfectly into it. So there you go. We spent an extra four minutes talking about it. But yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. I'd like to think our listeners agree and we don't need to talk about it any longer. Yeah, of course. Good times. Awesome. Speaking of that, though, there's a lot of racism in games. There's a lot of racism in movies, considering I consider myself these days much more, you know, to do with movies than games, even though I might make games pod- podcast right now. Yeah. But, um, you know there's been a lot of racism in games in the past. And I, I don't think it's something it's interesting because if the lesson is that racism is bad, then is including it bad. Cause there's, you know, I, I just watched um, three billboards outside of whatever it was called, something Missouri. I can't remember exactly what, what the name of the town was something mm. Ebbing, Ebbing, Missouri. Maybe it was three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. And that had like, you know, a lot of bigoty stuff said in it, but I'm like, yeah. that's the whole point. It was teaching a lesson, but, uh, oh man, it's just, it's so bad. Mm. I don't know. I, and that's the thing talking about games when you'll talk about games that get banned from here because they have not racist material, but they probably do have racist yeah. material as well, but they have like, you know, yeah, bigoty stuff or, you know, I- inappropriate stuff. And it's like, yep, there's a right to put anything in any game, but I mean, some stuff you just don't need, you know? No, that's exactly know. right. Sorry, I, that was that's my third round of the show. That's <laughs> fine. No worries. Cool. Well, what do you reckon? You got any plans for what you're going to play this week? I guess you kind of already told us earlier at the start of the show. Uh, yeah, I, I um, yeah, I've got I've got a plan of the smaller game that I want to play, nice and one. then I'll keep playing Division Two until I slowly get through that. Yeah, cool. uh, and then I did start playing a new Lego game with Thomas today as well. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, well, that gives you a few things. A few balls in the air, yeah. keep me in the air. So I've got a few things going. Drops? Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. All right, sweet. That's exciting. Oh, well, do you want to take us out? Yes. So if you are listening to this and have not subscribed yet, uh, you can definitely go and check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So click that subscribe button. Uh, leave us a review. We'll read all those and give us a five-star review if you would like to. Uh, just gets the word out, puts us on people's radar gets more listeners for us so that's all the likes and everything that you can give us really helps uh if you want to check out our website is walkingthroughgames.com you can check out our social media is facebook.com slash walking through games and instagram and twitter are wtg underscore podcast uh we've got our youtube channel is walking through games just search for that and that's about it Nice one. Good times. There we go. Another episode down. Only, what are we now? Three episodes away from 200? 198, 199. So two episodes away. 
Yes. In three episodes time, we'll be on episode 200. I mean, it's an arbitrary number, but it's exciting to celebrate big numbers and we're clicking from the ones to the twos. We are. That's exactly right. There you go, man. Super exciting times. We'll end up doing nothing special. It'll be just another episode. We'll get there eventually. We should make like 206 a special episode just because arbitrary. Just because we can. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, good times. But yeah, man, cool. I, um... Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We said that 200 is going to fall on school holidays, right? Uh, yeah, it should do. Yeah. So um, we probably could actually put some time in to do something fun. I don't know what, but something. We work something out. Re-record from scratch a Quest for Glory 2. Well, you talked about that last week. <laughs> no, I know I did. I know I did. I'm saying on the school holidays, that's something that could probably be a possibility. Did you see those speed runs I sent through to you? Yeah, I did. Awesome. If you didn't Very want to awesome. do it, if you didn't want to do 100%, we can beat it in like 30 minutes. It was next level how fast that guy played. It was it, awesome, man. It was like, but he did what you do. Like, cause I've played through that game quickly before. I'm like, yeah. oh, I just want to go see Razia really quick. So you get through Shapier in like literally five minutes. Yeah. Like, cause you just sleep, sleep, well, sleep, that's sleep, it. sleep, 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 go kill the air, sleep, 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 go kill the earth. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything you need to do can be done in the first three minutes of playing. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. get the map, go to the money changer, get your money. And then away you go. Well, he didn't even go to the money changer. Cause did you see the one that has a glitch? Oh, he went to the money changer. The one I watched. You oh well, there's one I watched. There's a glitch where oh, really? we didn't even know. You don't even have to go get the dervish beard. You can literally go into the magic shop and say "sell beard," and you can sell the beard like you've already got it. Oh really? I didn't know. I that. didn't know that, that either. So apparently that's I'll a glitch. Sell a ton of be- can you sell it over and over? You can sell it over and or over. Once. Oh, that. So is he awesome. literally that did it. Awesome. He literally did it. Bought all his whatever stuff he needed to buy, and then as he walked out the door of the magic shop, he said, "Drop five hundred and six gold." And he didn't even go to the money changer. That's awesome. And then just yeah, went no, the one all his stuff. It was the best. That's awesome. Well, it's funny because um, the only downer about that is you don't get to see the whirling dervish. That's true. He's the best. He is very cool. I love the whirling dervish. Even the money changer is cool character though. Character in any game ever. The money changer. Yeah, the money is cool changer too. flirting with you, and I love um, you know, like you miss the cage beast and stuff, yeah. like the griffin. Like there's so many cool the the tree, the enchantress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there are some so cool, many things. cool things. Yeah. It's just such a great game. It is. Anyway, good times. I've talked about it. Ad nauseum. We have. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, just to end on on the end note now, we talked about, so shout out to Robbie who gave me, was going to give me the code for a game who works for EA. So he gave me a code for FIFA and he sent me the message saying, hey man, here's the code. I don't think it's going to work. So let me know if it doesn't because they said if it doesn't, they'll give me something else. And I was like, okay. So I put it in and it didn't work. I messaged him back. He's like, no worries, man. I'll talk to him and we'll sort it out. So he sent me a $50 playstation store credit instead oh sweet and i was like he's sure man you could use this he's like that's awesome that's like the closest thing to a sponsorship i've ever had on this show i know it's the best good job so he was like nah man i've only got a u.s account now so it's in australian dollars so i can't use it anyway so i was like thanks i'll take whatever you want to give me yeah that's freaking awesome man so i was talking to you well now we can say we get a sponsorship from ea australia i know it's technically not but it kind of is kind of is but yeah so i was talking to you the other day or whatever deciding what i want to buy and because I ended up getting FIFA myself, so I don't need to buy that now. And then I was talking about getting maybe Madden and NHL because they're on sale for twenty four ninety five each. Uh, so then I went and looked at EB, and I ended up getting NHL because they had it for nineteen dollars on sale. So I ended up getting that. Hey, that's awesome. So now I'm gonna 
I think I'm going to buy Madden for twenty four ninety five, but then I'll have still another Lots twenty five bucks left. And keep the credit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you might as well save the money if you can get it for only nineteen. That's better than wasting the, the free credit and use the credit on something yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure yeah, what cool. yet, but yeah, I'll have a look and see what's going on and and figure something yeah, out yeah. from there. Cool. Oh, I have to play some Madden with Wade and tell him that it was free. Good times. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, groovy. Cool, man. Oh, awesome. that was a nice piece of news to end on. Yeah. Sweet. Well, yeah, man, I'll talk to you when I see you. No worries. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thanks, Sorry guys. about my three rants this week. You know I'm going crazy when I rant three times. I usually don't say boo. Well, I say <laughs> cool and groovy. And yeah. That's okay. People like hearing your voice. Remember, my mate at work uh, told me that you have a good voice. <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, did I ever tell you? It, now I'm just going long. It, the, the episode is over, listeners. But um, have I ever told you this story? It's such a cool story. I was um, I was in Melbourne uh, in 2007, second year of my masters, and and like Candy was still in Brisbane waiting while I like got a job so we could stay working there. You know what I mean? Because we came back at the end of 2006 because yeah, yeah. I only had like my research and and big film left to yeah. make in the last year so I but then we came back to Brisbane and we're like we don't want to be here I think I was sleeping on in your house the night we realised it was like New Year's Eve oh, yeah. we stayed over in your place in like Morningside yeah. uh, not Kate's place your place yeah, yeah. and um, which I don't think you even lived there that long and um, and we slept there and we woke up the next morning and we're like we're not ready to be back in Brisbane <laughs> and so even though we, we just moved all our stuff back we'd left our house you know we were like the next day we arranged to go back to Melbourne because we still had a house, but we'd broken the lease, not broken the lease, like the lease was over. So yeah. we were going to move back to Brisbane. And then I moved, so I moved back to Melbourne and stayed with a friend until I got a job, which took me like three or four weeks. This is a way too big a setup for the boring story. That's yeah, fine. But anyway, I, uh, so, so after like three or four weeks, I got offered a job. There's actually a fun side note to that story, which I'm sure I've told you that before. So I won't tell you right now. <laughs> but uh, if anyone ever meets me, they can ask me the fun side note. But anyway, so I got a job and Candy flew down and, um, so, so the girl who I was staying with and Candy, who's my wife, who at the time we were just going out, uh, the three of us were walking down the street and in Melbourne, uh, Carlisle street it was, which is like a famous coffee street. You know, so there's usually a lot of people on the street and, um, yeah, so we're walking down the street and all of a sudden, like we're walking and like, there's a lady kind of walking up the street towards us sort of thing, like walking the other direction of what we were walking. Yeah. Like we were walking, I don't know, where to a coffee place and, um, and she was walking her dog or something and she just like she got maybe, I don't know, five or 10 meters away from us. So we were kind of just walking and talking and stuff. And she like stopped, like, <gasps> like froze, like the dog stopped. She like stopped and stared right at us. And so we kind of stopped like, Oh, what? You know, like the way she was looking at us like, Oh my God. And she, and she said, you ready for this? And she like stopped. She went, <gasps> cause it was the middle of summer. Yeah. And, uh, and she's, and she went, Oh, you have stunning legs. <laughs> To me, who was in the middle of getting the other girl. Like, I was like, what? And I was so shocked. And so I just went, thanks. They <laughs> <laughs> kept walking. But still to this day, I often bring up with Candy that I have stunning legs. Yeah, so there you go. I've also got a sweet voice, apparently. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear me talk. My voice is so nasal. But I'll take the compliment. Yeah. Thanks for the voice compliment. And I'll never forget my beautiful legs compliment. Which don't ask me why she said I had stunning legs, but they were stunning. That's the best. So, yeah. Maybe it's because maybe it's because no one like you don't uh, see anyone's legs in Melbourne because they're all it's too cold. It's usually so cold. Yeah. I know, I know. Anyway, yeah, awesome. it was because uh, obviously it was the start of the year. It's like January. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it might have been like just February. But anyway, it's great. She was just so shocked. It's like she'd never seen the legs of a man before. You know, because I would have been what twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. Like, no, not even that. Twenty four, and um. 
Yeah, maybe I was 25. Anyway, so she... Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I already said it. Yeah. It was like, literally like... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she like yelled, like it was an exclamation. Like a, like a yeah. real life. He's like, you have stunning legs. Like, awesome. <laughs> like it was a revelation for it. Anyway, I was very shocked. And then the girls were obviously like... Yeah, that, that chick was crazy. And she wasn't. I think she was just a normal old person. I don't think she was like, you know, she didn't look like a homeless person or anything. She was just yeah. like a normal old person. But I, she just wasn't ready. She wasn't prepared to see no, such stunning legs. That's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, well, fourth rant. Day, that wasn't a rant. That was a story. But that's my fourth long, long session of talking when I have no place talking on this show. I'll put it in the notes. I should just be walked through Mar- games. Mark's talks this uh, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> about his stunning legs <laughs> make that the episode All right, title show done 58 minutes awesome uh, let's uh, let's call it um, oh it probably won't be that because we talked for like one minute I, I said before we didn't talk at the start that's fine but I was recording and waiting to say the number of the episodes yeah so. it's all good anyway we're, we're near enough to an hour that yeah, it's time nah, to that's go good. good talking to you man and I will talk to you next week Anyways, thanks everyone thanks guys